What's going on, everybody? And welcome to A Problematic Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Gray. And as always, I'm joined by my two favorite Mayonnaise co-hosts, Devin and Matt. Hi, Devin. Hi, Matt. What up? Hey, buddies. And of course, as always, we have our on-air producer, Bap. Hi, Bap. How's it going? Today, we are getting into the Woody Allen of it all. And we are talking Manhattan, which most people say is his best movie but also problematic why is it problematic Woody Allen and we're going to talk about all of that first I want to know did you guys like this movie it's supposed to be his best his well, absolute I, best well, it's supposed number to, I, one I don't think it's his best movie but uh it's the only Woody Allen movie I've ever seen. Right, so to you, it's, it's it is his best and worst. Hundred percent, the most Woody Allen to you. No, I I don't think it's his best movie. Uh, Annie Hall. Uh, uh. Well, okay. Well, okay. So I'll just I'll just say this right now. Uh, I wanted to do this episode because of separating the art from the artist. Because I fucking love. Woody Allen's movies. I'm a really, really big fan of Woody Allen's movies, and he's a he's a wait. How a many have you seen? Person. I've probably seen thirty to fifty of his movies. He's made a lot of movies. I didn't know he made that. I thought he was like Quentin Tarantino, where they're yeah. like, "This no, is the no, no, no. eighth Quentin Tarantino." Uh, he, he was doing a, he was doing a movie a year for a long time. Every year for thirty and, years. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a lot of uh, it's it a lot shows. of stuff that he's done, and. Um, but you've never. But you've never. How many? Is this his first one? Seen? This will be the first one and last one. Right. Exactly. Seen. So like crimes and misdemeanors. Like like a like a hundred percent. Not the same genre of movie. Right. Like he's done like a, so many different kinds of movies that are nothing like Manhattan was. I thought that he was an artsy piece to me, uh, kind of movie. Then it isn't. Yeah, it's an art film. Right. Isn't he supposed to be a watch, comedian? So. He's supposed to be funny, right? Uh, I mean, he started off as as a. a is a comedy writer, yeah. He wrote comedy. Okay, yeah. so this is... He's not funny at all. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I a, lot, a lot of things uh, have have not aged well. Like I don't know much about him. referential to, like, uh, things that were pop in their pop culture at the time, and it just didn't age well as far as, like, our knowledge base. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of the movie, I'm just... I'm like, I don't get this reference. I don't know who right. that person... What What are you talking about? I have no idea right. what's going on. Oh, my right. gosh. Stuff that pseudo. didn't age well. I wish there was a right. place yeah. we could talk about that. Uh, it's, it's, it's like uh, it, the thing that I don't like about it, and there's things that I put lower in like my Woody Allen movies, is like some of the... Um, like the the... It's not... It's pseudo intellectual, right? You know, like, like, he, and in this movie, he is making fun of pseudo intellectuality, right? Like, he's doing it. Is he? He is. He is. He is. He's making fun of them while being it, right? Let me tell you, you know, right. like, like he's he's accidentally being that same uh, stereotype while he's making fun of the other people who are the wor- the well, bad version of that stereotype. Well, I guess. people love him because he makes himself vulnerable vulnerable uh and pathetic and um and it kind of makes everyone else feel also but does he so, yeah. no. so that's like having seen a lot of his stuff uh basically every single movie he makes he's in it right even if he's not in it he there'll be like an actor who's playing him right and they usually do kind of like a woody allen impression while they're doing it and uh oh, yeah. and it's like um 
you know, like he, they're always inexplic- inexplicably attractive to women. <laughs> like there's like no yes. explanation why <laughs> women are so attracted to uh, to the Woody Allen character. So uh, is this to say that yes, you Matt like this movie? I mean, I don't think it's a bad. Movie. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, um, Devin, I mean, I do you the, like the it? The cinematography is great. Uh, I just wish that I had that hour and uh, 26 minutes back in my life after having seen this. That's what I'm, I'm going to say. I was surprised how much I'm not that big of a fan of it because I love Diane Keaton and I Diane love, <laughs> live for, of course, Meryl Streep. I am yeah. a red-blooded gay man. So that's a rule we have to love. Meryl Streep and I hated both of them in this they annoyed me the cinematography I will give you beautiful very beautifully yes yes I did like filmed. that uh, at the, by the end of the movie I was like what the fuck shut up what the fuck did I just watch <laughs> <laughs> and that was where I that's where I came from I was like what what did I just see right. and maybe that is the point of it what was the point to more focus on the effect that Manhattan itself has on the so, relationships uh, it's, it's in the called, movie? It's called uh, like Woody Allen's love letter to New York, right? But like his dialogue. His in the love beginning. letter to this was a love letter to New York. Yeah, like because if you look at like the he made city those itself, people look stupid. Well, he didn't say the people of New York, but what the city that? itself. Yeah. The city is framed beautifully. Yes. You know, so it's a love letter to the city. Uh, less so the characters. Well, if you sure. think about it, in 1979, New York was the capital of the world, and the, now you have Still all these other there. cities like Dubai and Shanghai <laughs> and all these other cities that have been blown up. But 1979, New York was the bee's knees. Yes, you know, it was where everything went to go happen. Um, I want to know. Okay, because we all know what we all know now about Woody Allen. Do you think the actors in this movie regret doing this? Well, most of them have come out and I know Diane Keaton doesn't, or 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 kind of been very quiet about it. Well, the uh, you know? the Me Too movement, um, even at that time, a lot of them uh, still uh, were on his side. But then shortly after, after just the knacking and the knacking of the the debacle of his. Uh, thing with Dylan uh, Farrow, his daughter, uh, that they finally jumped on. Even Timothy Chamolet played in, what was it, Raining? Uh, mm-hmm. It's Raining in New York? Uh, or yeah, Rainy Day in New York. Rainy Day in New York, and immediately after, he, he apologized for being in that movie, and that was in 2020. <laughs> so that said, it premiered in that said, I'm sorry, there's a I long history down. of people working with Woody Allen, finishing the movie, it releasing... And then apologizing after they've already uh, uh, done it. So, like, I take all these apologies, like, re- like, 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 people, people knew what Woody Allen was before uh, 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 Timothy Chalamet was born. So, like, he's lived in a world where everyone knew the whole time, and he and he's like, what? I had no idea. Of course he knew. It, like, but again, it goes to kind of show, like, the talent uh, or the respect that Woody Allen has in there because people are willing to cross that picket line to uh, to work with him knowing, knowing what he did. I mean, Diane Keaton did not care 
gave him his uh, Lifetime Achievement Award mm. at the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah. Or not no, at the Golden Yeah, it was the Golden Globes. She yeah. was like, love him. Gave him my start in the movies. Think he's great. Think right. he's amazing. Dylan Farrell, thank you for taking that bullet for all I of us. I believe that was 2013. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, it, 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 does, it does show, like, how uh, respected his work is. That, like, people are willing to just pretend, like... Like they, you know who don't else? Know everything that happened. Well, Scarlett Johansson famously came out and defended Woody Allen, and she was like, "I'm gonna be in anything he asked me to do. I'm gonna mm. do whatever because she loves him so much." Right. And that's, I think, that's the same thing that that asshole who I hate, I mean, Justin Timberlake. Said. I mean, he picks, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, muse of that like decade, and uh, Mia Farrow was that. I mean, like most of her most acclaimed movies were Woody Allen movies. You know? Um, Bap, when did this movie come out? Like, it came out in uh, 1979, and it, I believe immediately afterwards... Um, Let's get some Bap movie in facts in here. <laughs> Bap facts. Oh, wait, where is it? Where I have here. Uh, movie came out in 1979, and Mio Farrow and Woody Allen... Uh, got together from 1980 to 1992 and uh there there is a prologue in the beginning of the movie he's with a 17 year old girl played by uh mariel hemingway and that was the whole why is this movie problematic is uh, a 42 year old is dating a high school girl and nobody feels Man. feels anything about it not not just right it just shows how normal it was at that right. time Right uh, at that time, or, or he was just trying to normalize it in the movie. He's right. trying to, you know, right. Oh, this is fun. Everybody's look, right. look, everybody, everyone's cool with it. So everybody yeah. loves this. The only thing that they that they give it like credit for is that they definitely acknowledge that she's too young to have, like, like to, like they don't say that she's not fully complicit in her decision to be in that, but like. Oh, you're not old enough to make any decisions for yourself, except for sleep with a forty-year-old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you can sleep with forty-year-olds, but everything else, you're not old enough. You're to not have emotionally the, yeah, uh, no, developed yeah. enough yeah. to really know what love is, but we can totally bang yeah, later. Right. But we're gonna put our everything in your body. Well, I gotta get back to this. Uh, they they sat yeah. at a table and they and he had a little prologue and he talked about his uh, second ex-wife is coming out with a book. And he, and he discussed how he was scary about all of his quirks and disgusting behavior. And, you know, he's a lot of shameful things and he's afraid that it's going to come out. And then he said, well, it's not like I have anything to hide, but and and it was very squirrely. And um, he is pretty much telling the future of what's going to happen in his life in the future. Uh, the year later of getting with Mia Farrow, Mia Farrow with all these young children that she has, and uh, ended up marrying one of them, Sunyi Priven. Oh yeah, we're gonna get we're right. gonna get all into that. I have so much right. to say about that, but first, I yeah. want to focus on this film. Right, right. Well, I just wanted to uh, throw that out there. The very beginning of the movie, um, he tells the future. Well, in that yeah. line. He he predicted his own future, or did predict his future, or or, he or did he manifest? manifest? He put it. Yeah. In, he yeah. made a vision board that is a movie, and said, "I really, Lord Jesus, or whoever Jewish people pray to, want <laughs> to marry a seventeen-year-old, please." And yeah, I think I had uh, Jewish she was guy actually said, "All right." At the time, 
And she's she was very vocal about the actress? how uh, yeah, yeah Mariel Hemingway was not even seventeen. Oh she wow, she was actually sixteen, and uh and has and has been vocal about uh how the unwanted advances in real life that Woody Allen was so do you, a sixteen year old. Wait, do you the, think she regrets a doing big this? Kissing scene on in the uh, I, don't, I, I didn't on the carriage. I didn't see if she a big it, kissing scene. And huh. said so that he would have been kissing a sixteen-year-old yeah. in real life, oh, whether yeah. that's acting oh, or yeah. not. Right, because I was I was curious as like <clears throat> from, a, from the perspective of like an act of of the actors, if if you know like because usually these days she would be she would be eighteen, right? Yeah. You know, like they would have they would right. have had to have an eighteen-year-old, really yeah, a really right. young-looking eighteen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and the funny part is, is that she doesn't even look that young. Like you know, like she. Like to me, she looked young to me. Looked well, too young for she him. She looked like a child. Though. I mean, like she didn't. She didn't look uh, thirteen or four. You know, like she. She easily. That's why we. You all assumed she was in her twenties at least, because she actually does kind of look. I a little bit assume older. that she was a teenager and because she, she oh, okay. looked like a she teenager. towers oh, over really? Woody Allen. And makes right. Like, okay, okay, but Woody Allen height, looks like height. Gollum. Yeah. Like yeah. no, oh, no, 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 no. Woody Allen uh, described himself as Grandma Moses in this, in this yes. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, what am I, Grandma? Wait, what am I, Grandma Moses? <laughs> that was that was great. I, okay, well, I guess you found that funny. I did not find this movie funny because you don't know the reference. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess we're of a different generation. Most of those references are lost on us. That's, right. that's like most of the movie. I'm struggling to to find the comedy in it because I'm like, I don't get any of this. I don't like, get is it supposed to be sarcastic? Like a, a shot what? game every. You have to take a shot every time he says Kierkegaard. Oh, I'd be I'd be hospitalized at that point. <laughs> Well, like, is this supposed to be a sarcastic movie? Is what is what is the is this supposed to be a comedy? Well, I, so so again, it is really, really hard. So like this is has a lot of the elements of like like Annie Hall or something that I love about Annie Hall. But then with other things that I don't like as much. And it's like sort of like uh, like I feel like that he did this better in other movies you know like that's why i kind of don't love you what know what movie annie hall <laughs> annie hall got rated second his second best movie by the way some which people th- some people think it's which first. i think it, it, it i think it's better but you know like it, it it's a it, like you know i mean like it's not a you can't I, I, it would be a hard argument to say it's an actual bad movie manhattan's not a bad movie uh it is aged uh the jokes have aged poorly and then the content has definitely aged poorly if if in fact uh having a relationship with a 17 year old was actually normal and not him actually just trying to say uh it's fine look nobody in this this town wants cares it wasn't just him doing it though because like wasn't this around the same time when brooke shields was in like blue lagoon Mm -hmm. and she was i mean yeah she was like 14 years old yeah and she like her mom was like she'll be topless right go go do it and everybody was like well, her mom said it was okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, my uh, sisters are in their 50s, and uh, my parents brought them to see that movie, and my dad grabbed them and pulled them out. They didn't know what they were walking into, yeah. the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just remember I read the Brooke Shields book, and she talked about how she was, like, 14, and she was being so sexualized on that set. She said that men, like, crew members, grown men, were, like, just drooling at her. Yeah. 
And her mom was like, it's okay, honey. That just means you're hot. Right. And yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Like, yay, do it. Like, this and is what so, all women want. Like the beauty pa- uh, pageant mentality of parents. They have no problem sexualizing their children in the same kind of fashion. Right. I, I, I don't. I don't yeah, get it but at all. I can't go to a drag show. Fuck yourselves. You know the uh, <laughs> Louis C.K. made a Manhattan uh, tribute movie. And so they, I was gonna I was yeah. gonna bring that up that yeah. uh, that I mean like if you're a fan of any any of Louis C.K.'s uh, scripted uh, content like his non uh, stand up you are one degree away from being a fan of Woody Allen because <laughs> it's so it's like I love you, Daddy. That's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is also him being in love with yeah. a child. Right, John Malkovich was yeah. this big producer. And- I actually he- never saw it because he uh, he wiped it uh, not too long after like right. after his his, it, his yep. accusations uh, uh, came out. He sort of uh, you know wiped that. And I'll be honest, you could I could find it or or go to his website and just download because it's still available to download directly from him. But. Uh, Oh no! It got canceled he has enough huh? money. a little bit. Huh? It got canceled a little bit. It, it got canceled because yeah. of him. Right, right. He got right. canceled. Right. He got canceled for asking out. women for consent to jerk yeah. off in their faces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we don't need to defend everybody. No, I'm not defending Woody Allen. He's defending men jerking off in faces. That's what he's. I'm defending. defending. Okay. Listen, <laughs> there are many. There are many. Uh, 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 Accusations against him, and some of them are are different. Well, we're not talking. We're not here to talk about Louis no, we're K. Not. No, we're, we're here to talk about Woody Allen, and we're going to get into the Woody Allen of all and everything else right after a short ad break. And we're back. Okay. Um, I want to talk about, I want to start this segment off because Woody Allen makes himself seem like the most manliest man in like in this movie, his character versus Woody Allen in real life. You, Matt, you said that he puts himself or a character of yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, what's the, um, who's the, the dude that played, uh, 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 zombie land, uh, What's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg has been in a few of his movies because it's like not a very far journey from like like to to have Jesse Eisenberg doesn't have to change his voice very much as an actor to be to sound just like Woody Allen uh, wrote the words to be, you know, but it but it allows him to, I guess, be the younger version, even though. I gotta think Woody Allen was already like in his forties by the time, or he looked in his forties by the time he was making all these movies. Okay, because I, I just didn't get it. I was like, I, I mean, I guess if you're gonna write yourself into a movie, why yeah. wouldn't you write yourself as the romantic? Well, he he's kind of duplicitous in that way. Like he like like in y'all y'all kind of mentioned that like that he is both like has all these women being thrown at him, but then he's also like impish. You know, yes. like like for jokes, but then in reality, like the joke is, is that he's like not really impish like that. You know, like oh, women actually are really attracted to him, even though he he jokes about it. Does what? he really think that? Because I, when I was watching this movie, he I was like, to. I was I'm like, sure he does. Well, sure I gotta say, that. my favorite part in this movie is uh when they're running into the planetarium and it's raining and 
uh, Diane Keaton has a newspaper over her head, and he has a newspaper over his head. Oh, and he tries to his, yes, yeah. his, his blows yeah. away, and he yeah. tries to steal Diane Keaton. <laughs> yeah. But she's I, like too tall and strong. And that's like, a uh, yeah, right. Like, that's a that's a legitimate uh, laugh too, because right. like he because you just see like she deep down notice. his character right, completely completely oblivious to the fact that she was that that and he gets like a tiny little sliver of newspaper and puts it on top of his head. <laughs> she doesn't so even that, notice. <laughs> yeah, I. W- so he makes fun of himself, and, right? But, yeah, uh, he's he's not he's not perfect, but he's of course he's not perfect. He's dating a sixteen year old in right, a movie, right. well, which is not acknowledged as an imperfection in the movie. Um, my other thing with like, because I was like, uh, when I was watching this, I was like, is he so vain? He really wrote this movie about himself. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spoken like a person who's not seen any of Woody Allen stuff. It's all about him. <laughs> I that, well, that's all I could think of when I was watching this because all I know from yeah. him is what I've heard yeah. and read about his real life. Right. And then when I was watching this, I was like, I think I think I would have been much more impressed with this movie yeah. if he. Because you know I love a bitch and I love an asshole, so I would have been much more impressed if this movie came out like. I don't know, 10 years ago when everybody was making fun of him and the stepdaughter or whatever. He made, and then oh, he made, oh, yeah. then he would have been like, well, fuck you guys, I'm making yeah. this movie about, eh, right. <laughs> about well, What me. is it, uh, Stephen King or something said, uh, to be a great writer, you have to make yourself extremely vulnerable. And um, he put his intentions of what he would like to do in real life in this movie. And that was be with a 17-year-old, right. you know. Well, I don't understand right. why people like him so much. You were saying why you were saying people like him for what? That they make he he shows how pathetic he is and how gross and it makes people feel also think about themselves being pathetic and gross and there's something magical. So to he that. makes S and M movies, like emotional well, no, S and M no, torture that's, movies. That's, that's the literal like like the oldest uh trope is the everyman, right? Like so if you can if you can see yourself in them and then also be better than the hero of the uh, of the movie then by default like you sort of like you feel superior right and that's like what a lot of uh you're supposed to show the the viewer themselves you know and so i think in that way that is kind of like what he's doing that's what you're kind of saying right that he's yeah that he's showing them uh a version of themselves that they're even better than which makes them better than the star of a movie you know they they must be they must be great, you know. Not everyone, I guess. Some people may, might identify with certain traits yeah. of this movie. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> Who know. identifies with this movie? Uh, I'm just gonna say uh, I may know a dude that uh, is very similar. In, a friend uh, of yours, some <laughs> some friend that you might know. <laughs> a friend of mine that you know. Some might, divorced friend that you might has, have that has also has likes. Then Jevin. Darren I think it's Darren Schmlevin. <laughs> that likes. Maybe younger women. What age are we women, talking? Women's st- <laughs> <laughs> what age are we talking here? Twenty, uh, early twenties. He's waiting outside the high school graduation. <laughs> well, uh, you know, so uh, was it? Um, so, uh, I guess like go. I guess we we're gonna kind of talk about early twenties, right? So I mean, uh, part of like so. Bap already mentioned Soon Yi, right? Who, uh, who, who, um. They got married when she was 21, and Ugh. he was 40. She was so old for him. He, no, he was 57, right? So 57, Ugh. 21. Coincidentally, coincidentally, 
Mir Farrow, right, Sunyi's uh, adoptive mother, uh, was 21 when she married Frank Sinatra, who was 50 at the time. Mm. Right. Oh. So, so, uh, and, and that goes back even more years when it was even less uh, 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 considered fucked up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> she was not related to Frank Sinatra. Huh? By by what? I mean, I mean by I mean, adoption, by blood, blood by what? I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying that that the uh, that part of the vilification. Of uh, of Woody Allen is the age difference, and I don't think it's the age. To uh, me, it's not the age well, difference. To me, well, because it's people the... say, "Oh, he married his daughter." That's what's gross. Which, <laughs> which is no, which is which is implying by that he married with, his daughter. That that he married a child. You oh, raised like, the your is that he married wife. A child. No, I grew way. up. I grew up around the time when this was all happening in the news, and. I assumed he was marrying someone my age because they never, you know, it was it was made, uh, I think, like purposefully to like, uh, you know, make it a little bit more scandalous that 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 she was a child. Yeah, but okay. when I heard about it, I didn't I didn't automatically think child bride here. I thought, what in the Alabama is happening when you're marrying yeah. your own daughter? I but, just but thought that you ra- I was like he raised his wife, like he was raising his wife. That's gross. That's disgusting. Who does that? That's disgusting. I don't think he was very. Uh, well, I'd like uh, to go back to the point where uh, the movie was made in 1979. He got facts. together <laughs> in 1980 with Mia Farrow, and uh, in the movie of Manhattan. He uh, decides he made a terrible mistake by breaking up with a 17-year-old. And, you know, he's running in the rain. And then when he goes to try to keep her from going to London, um, she rejects him. Which was the worst part. She rejects him, and he looks small, and he looks like a little gimp. And he looks like, eh. But so afterwards, in real life, he he made sure he wasn't going to make that uh, same mistake twice. So in real life, he didn't let the young girl go. He married her. And so he fixed this movie that had a bad yeah. ending and he turned it into a good ending. It was not yeah. a bad ending. I was life. so could we talk about that? Let's talk about these characters in this fucking movie. Cause they all sucked. The only one that I really liked was that 17 year old girl. Cause she had the right. most sense out of all these dumb motherfuckers. Well he wrote them to be pretty terrible. Terrible people. Yeah. He he I mean like I think that was definitely intense. I liked her, I hate her, I liked her, I hate her. You could change your mind one more time before dinner. Right. Like Yeah, no, I think I think that he on. I think I think that's intentional for sure. You know, just again, based on how he writes characters in general. Is this they're, typical they're usually... in a Woody Allen movie? As a person who's so watched this movie, them. is only those characters. There's usually a couple of characters who are like annoyingly pseudo intellectual, who, uh, you know, is cheating on somebody with this person. You know, like like his his uh. There's a lot of like college professors in his movies and stuff, right? And then, like, yeah. So I don't know if, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that it is typical, but it's also only those characters. Everyone in this movie is basically that college professor, uh, you know, pseudo intellectual, which doesn't balance at all. It, that's one of my problems with the movie. I think that's a just, problem that you have with the movie. There's no balance. There's no balance to the to like who's the good guy who's the bad guy who's the protagonist there is who's the antagonist they're, they're all, all, they're all antagonists sort of except for her except right. for her and then at the end of the movie when he runs there like Babs when he runs yeah. like I wanted to reach into that movie screen yeah. and get his little wrinkly face and punch it so hard oh. when he was trying to 
manipulate this girl. Right. She was going to live her dream. So uh, and I, you decide so because Diane out, Keaton. Uh, what, a few years after uh, The Graduate? And it was a very graduate uh, uh, moment where where he's running through the, uh, you know, just running, literally running down the street to try to go uh, save this girl from making a mistake that will keep them a, or, or or shoot a shot, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, you know, but in the graduate, I guess he gets tired, but in this <laughs> one, he's like literally gasping for air and is and, you know, he, he plays it for laughs a little bit. OK. I saw The Graduate because I was on a Dustin Hoffman binge one day. So you didn't like that either? I found her gross. I didn't... I find any... Oh, yeah, yeah. Any teacher, student... I don't yeah. find that sexy. Yeah. Whether it's... A, Again, he was in his 20s. Uh... He was older than that in real life, but he was supposed to be in his 20s. Yeah, he was so like, older than that so in it was, real life. So again, like it... It wasn't that um I don't know that the the age difference I mean look I'm, there might be people in the room right now who are who that age difference is accurate to to their life to their life you know the 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 the, the some drama people some people behind that is that she was married that's what I live for is the drama oh what about we know Daniel we all know you love the drama you I'd exist. like to talk about something. What about uh, Mary? No, we're talking about the graduate or, now. Uh, Diane Keaton's uh, character, and everyone keeps saying in the movie, oh, she's a feminist, but she's a feminist. Uh, she's a feminist. Yeah. Is uh, that a feminist? Well, she well, has a decent job. Well, and no, has, at that time. It's because she's intellectual uh, and men are scared by Feminism her was being just so like smart. a buzzword, I think. Yeah. Uh, feminism yeah. was a woman who has a job that has yeah. sex with a lot of people and cheats, you know, is okay with someone. The history okay. of feminism uh, is, in high school. Is, uh, she, she didn't cheat though. She was wild. the one that was cheated upon uh, in her previous marriage. Correct. Oh no, right. She uh, was with right. Yale, and Yale had a wife who yes. I liked a lot. She was a really yeah. nice woman. And uh, first and, of all, who also was like, yeah, it happens in marriage. You know, right. it's, it's a speed bump. And then also, she's okay with Woody Allen dating a high school girl. Is that a feminist? Like she wasn't, she had, she was an editor, so she had a good job. So right. back then in 1979, a feminist is a woman who has a good job. And right. No, well, I, mean, I, I, think, I think I think it's more like I said, it's uh, men finding uh, a woman that's intelligent, that has a good job, intimidating. So they label her a feminist. So as to distance themselves. Well, from at the time, I think like scared it, of, it's just of like sort of like, uh, you know, right. saying like, oh, I'm a conservative. I'm a liberal. I'm a feminist. Right. Like at that time, it was just sort of like uh, it was more of a label. But there was real like, I mean, like bra burning feminism going on at that time also. So I think like either either she? he is misusing that term, or again we're we just are so separated from that reality that that it's hard for us to. to well, we can't know. Well, Woody's without, the one that wrote without, the, like, the reading right. a book, right? You know, like we'd have to actually like figure out what was happening in 1979 in the feminism movement to even. Yeah, understand. Devin, what was happening in 1979? Weren't you like 40 back then? You can kiss my whole ass. <laughs> Thank <Bye>. you. <laughs> Um, I okay. So I didn't consider her a feminist, but I am down for ladies getting boned down as many times with as many men as they would like to consensually get boned down with. So for that reason, Diane Keaton, you have my vote as one of the other better characters in this movie. She said, "I'm a fuck him, 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 him." Oh, and your wife is a lesbian now. Good for her. She got boned down too by that lady dick. Yeah, and I'll say like not. 
not that she she didn't do a whole lot of acting before she became Woody Allen's uh, uh, muse, but like she either so it turns out she is a really really great actress, but like he wrote for her voice really really well. Like you know, like she he it was a good he character. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he didn't make her. No, Diane he, Keaton. He made her characters a good fit for her. You know, like when he writes for that person who is his muse, and then writes for it's, just, it's always like his muse and him on screen. Even if it's other actors, that's like the two people that are involved in some way or another. And uh, so obviously he writes his part in his voice very well. Uh, this is just his voice, but then he does usually, you know, get like it's why Mia Farrow was is considered one of the like for not having a, a I guess like you know like a, a a ton going on in her career right now. She's considered like a super fucking uh, you know like historically great actress. She don't gotta do nothing right now. She got her kids. Mm-hmm. She had that documentary, that docu series. You know how many grandkids she probably has now? She adopted right. uh, a total. Oh no, she had a total of ten kids. Was it? No, adopted ten, had four, I think. She was a new and, age uh, Angelina Jolie. And she yeah. like just she's gotta Old have age, yeah. a very busy life with just grandkids right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she also comes a from a, uh, she things. also comes from a Hollywood power family. Right. I believe. Yeah. So her dad was a producer, director, her yeah. mom was an actress. Okay. Nepotism like has always been alive. And yeah. her son's busy taking down all the Hollywood monsters. Like yeah. which I'm gonna get into it in the next after the advert. Because I read that book, I read that book, and it was really the drama. Love the drama, I knew it. Hey, the drama. You see that I smile on that your book. face about uh, child molestation? No, it wasn't about child molestation. <laughs> Let's tone it down a little bit. The excitement. It's about the. It's about Ronan Farrell's book. You're looking really cheesy. <laughs> it's about that book. That's a good book. Catch and Kill. I would suggest everyone go read it because he does talk about in the book about how he has regrets. Because Woody Allen was his parent that was raising him, mm-hmm. and he could not, did not save his sisters. So yeah. he's out here, Captain Saving a Ho, for everybody else. He is taking down the Hollywood monsters left and right, and I live for it. So for that, Woody Allen, I thank you, because that is one of my, when I need a book to read and I need the drama, <laughs> I pick up Catch and Kill and I read that fucking book. So thank you, Woody Allen, for traumatizing your children in that way. Jeez. <laughs> um, what is the most problematic thing in this movie? Is it the Woody Allen character? Is it Yale? Is it the whole thing? Or is it just Woody Allen because it's a Woody Allen feature? What's oh, the 17-year-old? It yeah, could be the I, sem- I mean, I feel like it's the seventeen-year-old. Yeah, like solely. Like you're, like, like, everything said, else is fine. It's just feel blah, like blah, that, blah, that New York, been, a bunch uh, of neurotic That should have been the the first option, right? But I, <laughs> well, I just want to know if it's brave, if it's pathetic, if it's whatever, because he brave. wrote himself as this right. character. Oh. No, I think I think that that is uh, is. A lot to do with that time. I just, uh, I just don't think that it was, that it was, it was just so normal. In 1979, it was normal to date high school girls. He wouldn't have put himself. He would not have put himself in that uh, role if, uh, if, if, if it was. You know, I mean, like it. Okay. Did they say in the movie? Why would he just miss it? Like where he met her? 
or seventeen year old girl. Are her parents they, or did they right? Yeah, her parents are never there. She's just like sleeping over. So again, I think that like maybe uh, there needs to be a, like a little bit respond, a little bit of responsibility put on like well, parenting, like people who let their kids well, just like. Uh, you know, how do you know he wasn't her parent? He was writing this based on his life. <laughs> well, look it at zooms like a, out and it's, it's all been, it's all been a, 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 a daydream in his head about his child. Look at a, a, the young Ewan, Ewan McGregor in, uh, in Train Spotting, and he, he has sex with a high school girl, but he, it, she tricked him into thinking he was in college, and he freaks out when he finds out. And yeah, everyone's, yeah you know, that's um, the proper response when you right. find out. That you're sleeping with a person who could have just graduated high school, that's the proper no, response. <laughs> no, I do think I do think that uh, I do think that he that that he was not ashamed of it at that time. Well, also, like I said, the oh, Blue you- Lagoon, the Jodie Foster of it all. What was that movie Jodie Foster was in? She was a teenage, Jackie yeah. yeah, she was a teenage yeah. hooker. Like you're, you're not Blue Lagoon, but like we're naming a whole lot of really, really, really great movies about you know that. Uh, but then in Taxi Driver, she was definitely uh, a victim in that movie. Like it was really clearly, she was not even overly sexualized. It was very, very, very clearly uh, she's a victim. In that movie, she was human traffic, you know. But do y'all remember when he broke uh, her heart in the movie when he broke up with her and then he had his like nasty old golem hands wiping her tears off his like kind of massaging her neck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree that that when he put when he when he was which is like such an awkward way to to console someone, it creeped me out, honestly, really badly, yeah, unbelievable, yeah, it was gross and. Because he's gross. He's a gross little golem person. And we're the right. same. He was just touching her like, that's my and precious. Supposedly in that movie, we're supposed to be the same age as him. I don't know how old y'all are. <laughs> he is nowhere around my age in that movie. No, you're like 42, man. right? Wait, he was only he was could only be 80. 42. He was could only be. 25, just don't like crack. you. <laughs> he was 25, like you, right? I mean, oh, could be. be. <laughs> could be. You should agree a little bit quicker at the younger age, and then could, could be. be at the older one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I could be ninety-five. I'm black. I don't crack. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Um. So when we come back, I really want to talk about his personal life because that's what I think. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Yeah, that's what I think everybody wants to hear about. So and I think that's what the viewers want to hear. That's what makes. That's what makes everything. Because like. I think when the movie came out, people were like, oh, my gosh, this is great. And then when everybody started hearing about his when Mia Farrow started uh, outing him for all his shit, people were like, oh, so let's get into that right after this next ad break. We're back. All right, let's get into what we all really want to say. Woody Allen is a child molesting monster. That's what I want to say. Right. Because that's the that is the one and only thing that I've ever known about Woody. Like I knew he made movies, Mm -hmm. and then I knew that he he married his daughter. Right. And then I knew that he molested his other daughter allegedly. Well, all alleged because he's never been charged. Yeah, I mean, we'll say that. Well, I mean, he definitely married uh, the girl who he adopted. Yes, he definitely did that. So, like, he definitely, there's no... Sunyi Allen. 
Right. right. And in marrying her and, and gaining he did, her she trust, did not take his last name. She took Good his for side. Her. She took his side and went against to help him get out of so the pickle that Sun-Yi he got into. Sunyi was from uh, 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 from uh, Mia Farrow's first marriage. Like so, so he did not adopt her originally. He adopted her when they got married. They never got married. Oh. No, they never got married. He no. oh, they okay. Did, no, they didn't because, live together either. Because she. So why was he around these kids? Why did he? How did he raise these kids? Because they were her? together. So Mia Farrow. Well, he just said that they weren't. They got even. closer and closer and closer. In the beginning, he didn't want to have anything to do with them. He just wanted, to, and then he came over, okay. and then slowly, slowly, he became like a father figure. Snaked his way. Right, right, right. So Mia Farrow, he did not want Mia Farrow to have any kids. No, he never wanted kids. Yeah, he yeah. made that. Yeah. And when Mia Farrow got these kids, he was it was when he was doing his his one movie a year thing. So he was never yeah. around. Right. He was just Well so so I've always kind of wondered that when they say like, you know, like he that she was his daughter, to what extent was their relationship while she was underage? So because they did get married when she was twenty one. According to Usually those situations they get married as soon as they turn eighteen. So according you know? to Mia Farrow in all the things that I've read yeah. and watched and okay. seen. According to Mia Farrow, yeah. when Mia Farrow adopted these kids, he wanted nothing to do with the kids. He did not want to be a parent. He did not want to be uh, anything. He wanted just to be like... Because he knew how he was. He was like, it's Something you. would happen if he was like, around children. He knew yeah, it. Maybe. He looked at Mia Farrow and he's like, it's you and me. I'm going to make this money. I'm going to go make these movies. Like, if you want to take care of these kids, this is your project. Um, but she was in... The majority of his movies back then. Yes. So she was like, okay, okay. But her dream was to be a mother. She's a she's one of those flower ladies. She's like a earth mother flower woman. Yeah. She wants to. She's like, oh yeah. No, I think I think that like like she is. <laughs> I think that she's uh, got some. I mean, I don't know. Uh, to me, that's kind of red flaggy. Collecting kids like that is kind of weird. You know, like like if and obviously. You would not have time. To, I know they're, they're very spread out in age, but you would not have time to like give adequate attention to all of them yourself. Well, that's well, the well, problem. You're rich kids. and you have like maids and people to but, help but you. But you're sure. not. But but like you're not raising them if if you have other people doing it for you. Well, that's the yeah, problem. But you're saving them. It's, it's the whole and if, god it, complex. And if she's of it. in basically right. a movie a year at that point because she's in all of his movies, uh, you know, I mean, like she's not mothering them. To me, like like the way that that. Uh, you should if you're adopting somebody. You know? She has 13 children yeah. overall. Right. And I, I consider that collecting children. <laughs> That's a child collector. Yeah. That sounds way well, weird 14. when you say that. <laughs> 14 children. 14. I have a child 14. It was 10 adopted for, for uh, yeah. uh, 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 legit, right? Or uh, non adopted. <laughs> yes. Birthed. Like, birthed. <laughs> well, it's funny that Woody would. Uh, Get with a woman who had so many kids and a lot of them not hers. It seems like a perfect situation. Maybe it was similar to the, like, maybe like the way that their life was. They were on sets, you know. Uh, it's sort of like the same as uh, Mariel Hemingway's character in Manhattan, where like the parents just are not there. She has parents, but they're not there. Like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of his relationship with Mia Farrow, because it was such a working relationship. I bet uh, those kids were not 
even present a lot of the time. Well, he started to get close to the kids because Mia Farrow and him were, when they were together, right. she she th- she worked for him. Right. She was in his movies, and right. she was like, if we're going to make this work, if you're going to be my partner, yeah. these kids are the most important thing to me. You have to. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my kids. And I don't think she meant it that way. <laughs> well, that's how he took it. <laughs> took it. Took it as the proper phrase. She was and fine with the way he wanted it. And in the beginning, yeah, in the beginning. Right. But then he started getting close to Ronan and right. Dylan. Little did she know how close he was getting. Uh, allegedly, right. allegedly. Don't come after me, Woody Allen. All alleged. Dil- according to Dylan, allegedly, he got very close to her. The only person in the house that knew about it was Ronan. Mm-hmm. Who's his only bio- biological child. They did have one biological child. And Ronan. You sure? Mm-hmm. I know they did. Yep. Ronan. Ronan. Okay. Ronan Farrow. Except... I didn't That's also in question. That is also because in question. She, she uh, looks like he's one hundred percent a clone of Mia Farrow and nothing from right. Woody Allen. Right. So, and, and, uh, and then Mia man. Farrow has uh, has been known for uh, for thinking that it's funny to insinuate that different people are are different kids' uh, dads. Like she was like insinuating that this is Frank Sinatra. That, that one or, one or two of them were Frank Sinatra's, and there's like. Zero, zero evidence. Like timeline doesn't line up. She's like literally just having oh. fun with with just implicating. Well, because everybody was Jeez. like, "Do you think that Frank Sinatra could be Ronan Farrow's dad?" And she was like, "Yeah, could be, could be." It, but but then like everyone knows, and like it's a hundred percent not. Because she was with could be can't okay. pregnancy. So she was married to Frank Sinatra, but she said that she kept boning him because mm-hmm. apparently he was real good at sex. Because he's dead and can't so, say otherwise, so she might as well. <laughs> So she was married Jesus. to Frank Sinatra from 66 to 68. Then she married Andre Previn, who she considers the love of her life, right. from 1970 to 1979, the date that this movie that we're talking about came out. And then the next year, she was with Woody Allen for 12 years. And she was in love with him, but then he started to get distant from her because he was getting with, allegedly, Dylan, the daughter. And then... Then Dylan was like, I'm going to tell my mama because I don't think this is right. So then Dylan was all, I'm going to tell. And Woody was like, you shut your fucking mouth. And <laughs> Jeez. she was like, nah, I'm going to tell my mama. And then she was like, okay, he said not tell my mama, so I'm going to tell Ronan. So then she started telling Ronan. And Ronan was like, I'm going to tell my mama. And Woody Allen was like, I want nothing to do with you because Woody Allen didn't care for Ronan Farrell, even though that was his right. Biological kid, supposedly, allegedly. Uh, I would say probably not. I mean, that could be proven. But I'm sure they don't want to prove it. This is what keeps. This is what the. This is where the bread is buttered. Why would they take a DNA test? Why would they go on Maury Povich when they keep us guessing? This and so then he started to get real close to Sun Yi and her brother, because they got her and I. Yeah, they got adopted together, and so. Woody Allen started to get really because Sunni was like, I want to be in movies. And Woody Allen was like, let me show you how to be in movies. I'm really good at and this. Moses was obsessed with um, Woody Allen. He really, really was a cute little kid and, and he really wanted a father figure. And in the end, he. They as took an his adult side. Moses, it, uh, right. As an adult, Moses, he took uh, Woody's side, which really helped with the legal. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I, I think when looking at those types of nuanced things, you know, like. Uh, the 
the voice and perspective of the people that were actually there, especially as kids. Uh, you, you know, I mean, I guess like they could be misremembering things because they were told things like, oh, no, well, that's the that's other thing. Happened. That's they were gaslit, yeah. you know, and well, told, that's no, the other that thing. They happened. think that it's parent alienation. That's what Woody Allen says. Woody Allen says that Mia Farrow poison. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> it's drama. I'm very excited. Which you can do. To <laughs> you can definitely convince kids that something happened by, you know, like, like, you know, or or didn't happen. Yeah. Right? yeah, you, you paint can, a good enough picture you, you, in their head. Yeah, right, that's how yeah. they remember and it then, from now. And then, then they on. remember things very, very differently. So, I mean, it's not that it's impossible, but I would say that it's 1% what? chance. I don't have this know, written like, down, but I had this stat. I wish I would have written down. But 90% of legal cases where the mother alienates the father from the child and then afterwards has a child abuse case, they lose. 90% of the time, they lose. Well, you could go to jail for it now. It's called... Uh, alienating? Parental alienation. Okay. And a, a woman in Texas just got 12 years But they weren't it. married, once again. So this but is they, a strange... Years for that? Uh, but, he, but he adopted, wow. he adopted yeah, okay. her kids. He did, he did adopt. He adopted he her did. kids. He did. He they did. were so, together. Yeah. So yeah. they were together for a really long time. He adopted the kids because they were going to live as a family. They had like a big old commune. They did. Yeah, yeah. they had this giant property. And Woody Allen... So this is from the perspective of people who are on Team Woody Allen. They think that because Woody married Sunyi, they according to Sunyi and Woody, they did not get together until she was of legal age. Right. Like Sunyi apparently, and this is according to her, had a crush on Woody Allen right. the entire time. She was like it's, enamored. At, with at, him. at worst, from that perspective, it, it's it's definitely grooming. Right, right, and she like it's certainly grooming, but then she's kind of downplaying everything else. She well, the she, way that, but and this is the Woody Allen defense. Yeah. If I was such an alienating parent, if I was so, I don't want to have anything to do with this. How did I groom this child? That's a this that's not a this, bad. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit circular, but it definitely well, that, kind of makes sense. But that's yeah. his argument, right? From your mouth, right. Mia. I did not want anything to do with these children. How did I have? I was not I a part of this them, family. And also. Uh, uh, brainwash them. Yes, I was it not a part of both. the family. Yeah, I was no, doing okay. movies. I was also. So we're saying he didn't do it. Well, that's what he said, <laughs> according to Mia Farrow. We all agree. <laughs> You're the one that loves the Woody Allen movies. Yeah, I do love his movies. Of them, if y'all could convince me, I'd be like, thank God I can watch these movies again. <laughs> well, according, that's the Woody Allen side. According yeah, to Mia yeah. Farrow, Mia Farrow says that Woody Allen was there the entire time. Like when he would come around, he would be like sneaky, like yeah. my precious, like. <laughs> We're going the Gollum reference again. That's because that's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of that little Gollum thing from the Lord of the Ring, and he would like take the girls, and he would only be interested in the girls, and yeah. then to cover his tracks, Moses, he would be like, and Moses, like who, like, I went also, to, who like he probably already knew was gonna take up his side. I'm gonna take the girls and Moses and yeah. Moses, and he and so that's what Mia Farrow says. And then he, well, he paid for his son's college, and he said, "This I'm paying for your college, Ronan, mm -hmm. as long as you kind of keep all this shit on the down. You just, you know, you can't say right. anything, whether you believe it, you don't he, believe it. You can't say anything. I'm the one with the money. I'm paying for your schooling, Ronan Farrow. Right. How fucked up is Mia if she really did convince these kids that that." 
terrible things happen to them. Well, according, she would have had to describe oh. it to them and be making it up. Uh, well, according to some people, she that's is that. Up. According to some people, that was her her motivation yeah. is the fact that he married one. A disgruntled. He's, he's taking right. his. He Vindictive. Took, yeah, he took his her yeah. daughter away. Right. And you married, so I'm going to ruin your career. I've heard I'm, stranger things. I mean, it's very plausible that that happens. It's not, it's so. not impossible, right? No. Yeah. Anything I mean, could happen. But, but also, yeah. uh, you know. Did do you think like, this you know, whole uh, thing? So, so Muriel Hemingway did say that when she was sixteen on set, that he that she had to ward off his unwanted advances. That's how she put it: was unwanted advances. So, uh, so I mean, like that is, and I bring that up because that's somebody not in Involved. in the Mia Farrow uh, umbrella, you know. So I mean, like. Uh, do Again, you? I, I, I don't usually look into details when it comes to, so I don't know what unwanted advances means. But it's. I know what I, you know what unwanted advances means. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, like match team Woody putting his putting his hand on her uh, on on her leg is probably unwanted. Don't so, yeah, so like, don't so, touch me if I don't want you to. Right. So I mean, so unwanted advances uh, could could range uh, from a lot. Uh, unwanted a advances lot of on a movie set could be like quit someone Quentin Tarantino being like, okay, right, Margot Robbie, put your feet on right. the seat in this scene, and then him like rubbing them. Right, that's an unwanted. Right, well, that's what direct I mean, is, is, me. Don't touch. That's me. what I mean. Is is unwanted advances could be could mean anything it, for, because he's had mm. so many. No, because he's had so many really, really terrible th- accusations that if it, it could range from that to, uh, you know, just like whispering in her, in her ear saying nasty things. That's right? also unwanted. <laughs> that is also bad. That's a yes. bad thing. Now, do That's you what I'm th- trying to say is we don't like, you know, like like, I, you know, it, you're saying that there's a spectrum it could range from, which absolutely it's all bad. It's all bad. Why don't you think this destroyed his career? Is it because cancel culture wasn't around back then? Or do you think it's because he's such a good was, artist? Things were still so normalized back then. I think it's the artist. I think that people can justify what he does in his personal life based on how good he is as an artist. I think we do that with everybody, though. Absolutely. Like most most prominent artists who have questionable social and uh, personal lives. People let Harvey Weinstein, like, uh, uh we, we, uh, we, glorify, we, we glorify them to a decades level decades because he was yeah we put him on a pedestal to where we, we're glorifying them and and we're like oh it's fine let him put let him the do their thing yeah it's fine um, and then and then all of a sudden it's you, you get in this this habit of constantly just looking at these people like gods and anything they do is just well bad or is irrelevant because their art is just so damn good yeah. well Roman Polanski is another one that right. I mean he. What happened to him, by the way? Did he get caught? No, he lives in France now, and he got a standing ovation at, I believe it was the 2014 Oscars. Yeah. It's uh, a non-extradition country. Is that why he's there? Yeah, because okay. yeah, they will not send him to us. France is like, fuck you. <laughs> he yeah, lives he's, here He's knocked now. around through Europe uh, for a while. But he can't. Jesus. He has to go to specific countries, because some countries are like, step in here. Right. Step in here. We're sending you right back. Right. Um, but just like Woody Allen, people go to travel to work with a Roman Polanski. Right. And, and I just want to know, do you think that he is, are his movies that good? Why? So that's why I wanted to talk about this because I am guilty. Of, you could separate the of, art of, from of, the artist. No, no, of, of, of in this case, like, I didn't know all the things that he did when I became a fan of his. And 
and you can't uh you can't go back in time. I can you can only have seen this movie, the three of you can only have seen this movie through the lens of everything you knew. I saw all of his movies through a completely different lens, right? So like like not that has not been influenced by all of these things that he most likely did. Uh, or I guess like, you know, allegations, if you want to say that. But I mean, like seems kind of like probably has done I, some I do th- versions of some of the things. If that there are no allegations, it's most likely Smo- there's leading to fire, a certain degree. Unless, <laughs> unless there is well, a... a yes. a, a, well, I think I what you just said is very true because I look, the only thing I knew about Woody Allen before this movie, like when I was growing up, the only thing I knew is he married his daughter and is gross. Yeah. And he's some gross, lecherous old man. Well, you had read, read books about him before you saw this well, movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, because I like the drama. But when I was yeah. growing up, the only thing I right. knew about Woody but Allen was this. But not before you seen this movie. Like, yeah. was this. You probably know... No, you do. You do. You know the most horrendous shit about him out of all of us, and you literally only just saw yeah, the first movie of his. So, like, it's it's the most opposite version of how I experienced this movie. Because I couldn't... I possible. Could, like, for me, I couldn't watch right. the movie. When I yeah. watch... Whereas, like, let's take Kevin Spacey. I didn't know... So, how gross Perfect he was example, and right. then i watched Perfect like example. i had watched kevin space right. I so love, now so do you hate his movies now i no, because i knew right, the movies you before you the gross. different order well, and you're not you allowed to see them they're not streaming on anything no well one wants i mean kevin space. well i'm just saying i like oh, like yeah. i own right. american beauty right. and uh, uh, the usual suspects right so i mean uh it's right but it is but it is like like that's a that's a great example there's like you know like all of like tarantino's movies all you know like uh i mean they were basically all produced by Harvey Weinstein who uh you know does have um you know, he had he did what he did and that's fairly proven well, I want to say this really, about all these but, actors and actresses that are supporting Woody Allen or behind him I want and I want to think about the point that he's an artist and that's very important because all these movies that are coming out and they're just generating every single year Think about it, like in 500 years, like no one's gonna care. But you had the Mona Lisa in the in the Louvre right. because it's art. So art who, survives. Who did that one? Huh? A, a a fucking child molester. Oh, a Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Ch- everybody oh. back then, everybody of that class uh, uh, had had boy servants who they right. Well, uh, art survives not doing, time. Art survives uh, time. Uh, great things to yeah. do. Well, it wasn't that the, the mentality of women are for but, recreation I mean, it's, it's, and men so, for pleasure so kind of thing. So it's so insanely normalized back then that that it wasn't even a blip until uh, hundreds of years later, right? It became a thing where like now we're like, well, it's well a, like, it was a but, social but, norm, and now but it's it not. doesn't it doesn't undo his art, no. you know. So I mean, it, it's 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 a fucking. According to woke culture, it about. does. Well, Pablo Picasso, anyone that had any sort of right. uh, problem, well, you can cancel socially, a person. It's you, done. You can't cancel art. They're you trying can to cancel, cancel art right yes, now. They, they, they literally banning books. Well, they I, literally just banned *To Kill a Mockingbird*. And also, that's that's uh, was like that? I mean, like uh, both sides of that coin uh, love to ban things. Yes, absolutely. You know, like that. That's one of the problems. Uh, with and both with of having sides like suck because such, they, they only want their perspective, like, right? Exactly, and it's it's unhealthy. Well, and yeah, his latest movie, the world not his latest place. movie couldn't come out in America. He had a, a premiere uh, in Poland, out of all places, and I believe it made twenty two million dollars in Europe. What's the last one? Uh, uh, raining in New York. Uh, 
with oh, the well, Timothy Chalamet. No, it's because it was an Amazon movie. Amazon, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Amazon deal. It premiered on Amazon. Okay, that's okay. why it wasn't okay. in theaters. Yeah, it, uh, uh, Amazon gave him a deal again, like you know, well, like with yeah. with all of his because he he did kind of semi go into retirement. He stopped doing his movies once a year. And then Amazon brought him out to do like a little short TV show. Well, Amazon don't give a fuck. Amazon still streams the Cosby show. They're like, motherfucker, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) How do we feel about the Cosby show, guys? I love the Cosby show. Right. Separating Uh, art from artists. There you go. Well, I mean, we could have a whole episode on the Cosby show. Hey, we can have uh, we can have uh, fucking watch yourself. I love <laughs> that show. We can I have a whole too. different episode on the Cosby Show, because yeah. that <laughs> and Reginald Bell Johnson. Come on, oh, do geez. it. <laughs> I'm not singing this song. <laughs> I, I used to sing the Family Matters song at the end of every Mardi Gras. Yes, as a religiously, yeah, you did. It was yeah. beautiful. With be, the uh, microphone on stage. That'll be that'll be a hidden track <laughs> on at the end of this. Yeah, well, if, you, if you stay tuned, I'm not doing it. That's yes, for the Patreon. That's for the Patreon. You have to pay for that content. Um, can this movie be made today? Would he, would he, could he, I would be impressed if he tried to make this. So I think, I think, uh, uh, cause uh, that's a middle finger to fuck everybody. I would say, uh, from again, not having seen it, I think, uh, Louis CK did try to remake this movie in a way. Like it was very similar. Uh, black and white. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean like, uh, because he's so influenced by him and then it kind of turns out that, Perhaps he also lived in a gray moral area, you know. Uh, uh, and well, I'm saying a... that I'm saying that because different people in the room uh, have different degrees of problems with. Uh, but with, everyone's with freaking him. out about the but, fact. Uh, but we could maybe. He's talking about that. me. I love Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong, right? Well, here's what's really important he asked... about the movie. Really important about the movie when you ask, say, can this movie be made now? Is very subtle things like the bartender and pe- people around him. Everyone's around. They don't even look. They don't bat an eye. Yeah. Um. His friends are like, yeah, she's young, but I like her. She's sweet. And right. everything. Okay. Is just- but we also do that to people in this room, where when people bring home questionable <laughs> young people, we're just like, ah, oh, it's fine. Oh, we're doing this again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, that's not. It's not that. It, right. it, it's all about perspective. They also didn't frame her as being like childish. Like she was actually pretty she mature. She towered over that little she was pretty mature, of a right, man. Yeah. Uh, no, but they, she was pretty mature no. in, like as far as like her intellect. Like she was not stupid. She True. was a smart girl. But they did frame her as um, emotionally uh, childish. Right. Like, you I mean, don't understand no, no, like, no, the, the whole I mean, love just, concept. But that's why like, uh, but they never like made her out to be like, like a kid. Like, you know, like she was emotionally young, but. Well, it depends on the circumstance. Are we talking like. Intellectually, yes, yeah. but of course, sexually, no. She's a woman. She's not a kid, right? What's well, I mean? No, it's she's not... still a kid. Well, no, no. I'm saying Woody Allen was trying to normalize that fact because when she started talking like she was about pantsuits and stuff, like, <laughs> like they did. What I'm trying to say is they didn't frame her as a child. She was having intellectual conversations with them about fucking Kierkegaard or whatever, and and wearing a pantsuit. She if so, like from that perspective, they were not framing her as a child. Because in reality, she would have been wearing uh, fucking kids' clothing. You Didn't know? we have like an entire whole minute shot of uh, school for no apparent reason? Right. Kind well, of alluding again. to the immaturity of her. Well, well then art, I mean that was that, I mean that was an artistic choice, yeah. like a shot. So they had that yeah. shot, but then they also had her talking about like 
rocking his world and the sex that they were having. Right. Oh, gross. It was so right. gross. And she's the one coming on to him at I the end. I just wanted to and grab her by her the advances. back of her head and be like, little girl, go the fuck home. As long as you're not grabbing her by the neck and massaging it with those creepy uh, hands. Oh, jeez. <laughs> woody claws. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't cry. Uh, I was going to do my homework and see what the legal age in New York was at 1979. And I was thinking about that crazy Republican um, uh, politician in Alabama that got banned from the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I had learned that it was 16 in Alabama. Yeah, but those girls were 14. So. Right, right. But then, then <laughs> I think in Louisiana, where we were at, it's 17. The legal age of But I didn't even have to do the homework because uh, at the end he of the movie. He knew that real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the movie, she said she turned 18, and she's like, uh, Woody or whatever, Isaac, uh, right. I'm legal now. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so that means you weren't elite, right. illegal. Also, like, also like, uh, that, I think that was his way it. of saying uh, how of like of really impressing upon us how close she was the whole time to being 18. You know, but like, then he was still trying to coerce her into not living her dreams because he want he threw her away. Right, this yeah. poor little girl. He threw her away for Diane Keaton. You're so dramatic. <laughs> and I was so because ma- I was mad at him. Yeah, but the ending was glorious though. She's because just kind of like, said, Nah, I'm good. No, yeah. nah. she was all. If we're really in love, then I'll be back in six. Like, don't even leave what, him with an opening. What was the, just uh, be like. The ending quote on that, I'm trying to remember it, where basically it's she... No, she said, it'll be okay. She consoled him, and she had no angst. She had no... um Mean feeling. Well, she and was again, done with it. again. That's uh, why, like she feelings. was. She handled all this with more maturity more than maturity. he yes, did. Yes. and that's what I mean by like when and I he say was that. Like the he, little girl. He wrote was, her. Okay. Yeah. He wrote her. He wrote her to be a very, very, very mature. Uh, a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, to, to justify. Like, you think Sun Yi was a very mature seventeen-year-old? Right. No. That's what I mean, like he's that, like, look how mature they can be. Right. It's fine to date he these seventeen-year-olds. He wrote a uh, uh, a very adult, uh, pants-suited seventeen-year-old. Uh, <laughs> and at the end, he looked like the sad little girl that got broken up with. Right. But it's a creepy old right. man Again, trapped in a sad wrote little it. girl's body. He wrote right. it. So, like, I mean, like, you know, he as much as we talk about him, but like, you know making himself to be like almost perfect right like he has no flaws and the flaws he does have like are, are for comedic effect he 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 definitely let himself be the loser you know oh what was it this was at the uh, kind of like the um the meaning of the movie where is it? i'm trying to find it in my notes uh he said uh people in manhattan constantly creating real unnecessary neurotic problems for themselves because it keeps them from dealing with unsolvable terrible problems from the universe yeah, and he was like, "Why is uh, life worth living?" And he was like, "Racho Mark, uh, Willie Mays, Swedish movies, Marlon Brando." And then he said, "Tracy's face," and he realized right. that's the only thing that matters in right. this world, and which that's- is so ridiculous. It's right. a ridiculous. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't even realize how much I loved her face. Like so, so right. So eye rolling. Yeah, um, after our conversation here, do you? Has it changed your opinion of this film? I've never no. And can I, it? This is be not made? one of my favorite. This is not uh, your favorite uh, uh, of of his movies. So it's not very hard for. He likes the other child molesting movies. <laughs> well, I would have rather talk about like a dozen of his other movies, but those don't literally have him dating an actual child. Right. This did, one does. We picked so the right movie. So this is the one. We this is the, the one right movie to that talk we about. have to talk about. It was right. really pretty. It was a really pretty movie. I, I'll say that. I'll give it that. It was really, really pretty. Um, look, 
See, they agree. Um, I, I'm just, I don't think I was into the humor of this movie. I, I didn't, I was confused about what I, if, and I would say if he wrote it today, I would probably like it better because it would literally be like a fuck you to everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, 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 yeah, you're right. No, yeah, the, the equal to that is a movie that's like rolling their eyes at woke culture. Yes. You know, like where you're just like, huh, people, these people just don't get it like I do. You know, he's making fun of them for for being intellectually below them. So I would like it better if it came out today, I think. What about you, Devin? Um, You just hate it all around. No, I I liked certain aspects of it. And and like I said, I I could have enjoyed it more uh, if I would have gotten half of the references in the movie because they're just dated. You know, it's before my time. You should watch I Love You, Daddy and see if you like that better. I don't. I don't like it. I don't even like the title of it. It, it creeps me out. Right. Uh, no. No. It, no I, I hate that. That's, that's pay, my they, least favorite thing. So here's you know the thing. That. He was about to. Ugh. He was like. He was like getting called out for being creepy. Uh, uh, Louis C.K. about that movie, and then he got outed for all of his other stuff, and everyone just sort of forgot a big that he was about to get canceled for that movie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a double whammy. <laughs> like they were already on the fence about. Uh, like they were kind of building up uh, some momentum towards. Uh, canceling him, but I mean, he was then, he was creepier in a different way. He wasn't like you know he portrayed himself in his show as like you know a good dad. And he had daughters and you know right. blah blah blah, and he was just creepy in other ways, right. not yeah. child creepy. He right. is a dad with daughters. No, I'm saying like in his and by show, all accounts a, a good dad. <clears throat> yeah, like he, he's you know he's just a creep. Yeah, yeah, like right. He's the guy that'll right. be just, sitting he's in a this. Perv. He's just a he perv. would be at this podcast table and have the urge to jerk off You'd and hear. say, "Hey guys." Do you mind if I masturbate now? And if you, you would say no, no. not now. <laughs> Keep telling you, stop it. Put your dick away. Yeah, and no, then uh, if somebody so said yes, he would we be do, like, "We do disagree with uh, on 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 that. Uh, just that I do not feel like just telling a person who like you're their boss. Hey, is it cool if I pull my dick out right now? That uh, that you can that that makes it okay if they say yes when you're. When it's when a they power stand position to, thing. right, I, it's a power I, I position get that. thing, and so that's why I don't think that just asking for permission in that situation is actually. But, but uh, what's adequate. consent at that point? It, it, does consent not exist it, when you? Did she you, ask? You, did she ask? When did you're she in a position of power, does consent not exist? Did she bring it up? You know, like is she doing? You know, if like, she was in the power what, position, if, if, does it matter? Well, there's that disconnect between the man, the man power position, the woman power position. Well, because, because Sarah Silverman, he has Sarah Silverman, and that, like when I when I think about this is a whole different topic that we could do a whole another episode on. <laughs> but when I think about that, I think like I've heard what the other women said, mm-hmm. and that's one thing, and I will give them their feelings. But I also heard what other women said, and other women were you like, "Believe this group over that group." No, I don't. I don't like, believe this group over that group. I I took the aggregate of everything. And this is if I was a jury on that trial, that would be my verdict Uh is not guilty. That would be my verdict, even though he admitted it. He admitted he admitted he he, he admitted that he asked. So you should say instead of not guilty, uh, not a problem. You you would not problematic for me. You just go. (laughs) It's fine. He did do what he said because he admitted for to doing it. But the the circumstances, uh, the way that they are in your mind. You don't have a problem. That's because Daniel lives in a larger moral gray area than the rest of us. Well, I, I mean, right. I, right. I, he didn't groom those women. I believe Woody Allen probably did groom 
he raised this girl. Right. Who's That's uh, who's who's Art, do you like more, Woody Allen or Louis C.K.? Louis, Louis C.K. doesn't right. make art. So it's that's more what I'm modern. That's but, but that's what I'm trying Louis to say. It's, it's, it's more relatable. That's what hilarious. He doesn't make Who? art art. Louis C.K. doesn't make art. Right, so you just don't know. It's, it's, it's hilarious. He have, you not see, have you seen a show? Is it art? Yes. Well, yeah. not, some people yes. say, I, some people see, say I, I find it less art. art and more dick and fart jokes kind of thing. Well, you can no, say no everything the storytelling. The storytelling. That TV show is a love letter to Woody Allen also. It's like like you see, I didn't get that from, but I don't know Woody Allen the, the, before this movie. His TV show basically like uh, is like the the character is New York, like like ca- New York is such. But you place. can say that about so many things: friends, sex, and the city. It literally well, the that, city is in but the that's title. The whole, it's, yeah, but I mean, uh, uh, but that's what I mean is all of these things are actually like whether you. Acknowledge or not doesn't make them not influenced by Woody Allen. I think well, it's Woody a, re- it's a relatable factor. York. That's all it what? is. It's Woody you Allen can get... didn't invent New York. Like, but he, but he came, well, he came around at a certain time. If you haven't get, met you Woody don't Allen. like him, it does not change the like influence that he had over the things that you were watching. Ten to. I mean, I know he later. influenced Ronan Farrow to write that book, and I thank him for that every day. <laughs> Drama alert. Thank you. It was a good book. It's a good docuseries. It's a good documentary. Go look it up. So can it be made today? I never got your answer. I would say yes. I I would love it to be made today just for the same reason as you to kind of give the finger to I'm going to do this, whether it's right or wrong. And I, you know, give woke culture, cancel culture the finger. Can it be made today, Matt? I guess. Sure. Yes. Bab, can it be made today? And like I said earlier, yes, but the people in the background would be looking and making weird faces. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't just be... It'd be Gen Zers with their little camera phones out, like, right, Winnie like, Allen, this is Winnie weird, Allen. an old man and a girl. <laughs> right. right. So, but yeah, you can I mean, or they it. might not. They might just think that it's a father you and a son. You would have to acknowledge what's happening within the movie, but it can be, happen. They yeah, could just think that it's a father and a daughter going out and nobody would pay attention until they started making out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> then they pulled their camera phones out. <laughs> Well, we all agree we would love it to be made today as a finger to everybody else. Go read To Kill a Mockingbird because it's banned. And until (laughs) next time, everybody, have a great day and a good night.